Hello, I am Jobber William. And I am Jobber Billy. And this is Jobber Central. Today we're going to be talking about G1 Climax. Maybe a Cruiserweight Classic? I don't think so. Uh, just some other stuff. This is a very unplanned episode, honestly. Uh, yeah, just a bit. Yeah. Even though it's our 10th. Yay! We've made it to 10th episodes and only tried to kill each other like 25 times? Yeah. Uh, I don't think that, 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 that matters, Billy. It shouldn't matter. It matters. Alright. Well, anyway, let's just start it off with G1 Climax. Let's just end it. Speaking of which, I am still missing a few of your ratings, Billy. I sent you all of them, didn't I? Uh, talk about Berkeley Mania while I do that. While I do that. Oh, come on. Okay. So, uh, one second here. Okay, so, this past weekend, I uh, was able to work for my home promotion, our biggest event of the year. And I actually did take a little bit of a, um, like, I got all the videos sent to me, and I put them all together in one little show. I was going to make William watch it and review it. I still might do that at the end of the line. No. But I'll give you guys, like, my opinion on it. So, of course, it started out with uh, the Berkeley Rumble. Now... There's a reason the Royal Rumble is so good. Because the Royal Rumble has a lot of surprises. And Billy? no matter how boring and repetitive it can sometimes get. Billy. What? Don't walk away. Why? Because then you sound farther away and the mic can't pick you up that good. So stay, or bring your phone with you. Yeah, stay with you. Stay with the phone, or bring the phone with you. It's on my computer. Then bring the fucking computer with you. Shut up. Okay, if you guys can't tell, we're recording this over the phone because a lot of things happen in Williams. William, I blame yeah. him for this. That's my fault. Yes, it is. Okay. You know who I blame? So. Who do you blame? I blame Stone Cold Steve Austin. You idiot. You could have blamed Hulk Hogan. No, 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 no. He would come up with a lie. Fair point. Alright, so anyway. Sometimes war rumbles can be repetitive, but you guys... You have all these well-known guys that you're focusing on, and they know how to make some stuff work. When it comes to the indies, it's, uh, it's not the greatest. So, like, besides cheering for the entrances, everything in between is kind of meh. So it didn't go beautifully. And then, but El Lobo came out, big pop, big pop. He won the match and is added to the main event. For the heavyweight title, which is a fatal four-way. And then, we had a nice mixed tag match. Kenzie James and Percy Drews versus Cisco. And 
A princess Ashanti. I believe that's what she was called. Yeah. Uh, very, very great competitors. I enjoyed this match. There were a few things that I feel could have been better. Uh, one thing that uh, we did was that the men are allowed to hit the women, and the women are allowed to hit the men. Based. 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 Isn't that what you asked for, William? I do. That's a good thing. Based is a good thing. So it's a good thing that men are allowed to hit women. No. It's a good oh, thing okay. that I men and women can hit each other. I almost got you there. Uh, um, so that thing is good to have in there because sometimes it's a stupid rule. And especially on the indies, if both female competitors are okay with it, they should be able to. They should be able to do on mainstream now. Uh, here we go, here we go. I guess, gonna get killed. I'm just saying, it'd be a lot easier to just combine the women and men's division so that you don't have to do, deal with all the muddled stuff like the uh, gender fluids, the transgender people. It, it'd be much easier if they just made all the titles uh, unigender. Oh, you're just, you just lump them into one group? The transgenders? Wow, William. Wow. What what else? What, what, what right, is there a specific type I have to group them in? Okay. Like Transformers and the Decepticons? Like. Oh my god, shut up. Autobots, okay. I meant to say Autobots, damn it. That's what I was saying. Now, I'm not giving these ratings because I don't feel like it's fair for me to. When William watches it, he can. I'm just giving you guys what my opinion on it is. If was. I watch it. And then. So, that makes that match went well. Finish, I feel like it was a little bit of a cop-out, but it was good for what was. The heel champions left and took a count-out. And then the next match was the triple threat tag team match. And the next match. <laughs> okay. Okay. I was, I was not a huge fan of it. It's not the fault of any guys in the match, but I don't love triple threat tag team matches unless you are on the levels of, like, Young Bucks, Usos, Revival, FTR, somewhere where you have the talent and the knowledge to make it work well and entertaining. If you don't have that knowledge or working ability sometimes just turns into one huge clusterfuck. Gotcha. And I love all the guys in there. I believe that's kind of what it was. And the next match was the Clash... Huh? Are you going to say something? What? Okay. I didn't and say anything. Was the Clash of the Gods. I think Billy's the... hearing voices. <laughs> okay. Was the clash of the gods of the immortals? What? An old tag team that used to run the tag team division. That sounds like fucking Lucha Underground shit. Yeah. Uh, one of the people of that tag team took a long extended absence from the company. 
whereas the other competitor ran <clears throat> the fucking place, reached the top, reached the pinnacle, reached the heavyweight title. He lost it a few matches, and then the guy came back to attack him. Well, it all came down to a no-disqualification match. And these guys had a quick, nice, probably about, like, 10 or so minute match. It was pretty quick. And they beat the hell out of each other. And that ended with the one guy choking the bigger guy with the uh, kendo stick. And, of course, the guy who had staked his claim to the company had won. And afterwards, they shook hands. Are they going to be a tag team in the future? We shall see. And then we take a short intermission. And fifth match. Match I had the great honor to ref was a ladder match between Jordan Evans and Thomas Mathis for the television. No, not the television. The Mid-Atlantic title. And it was what it was. It's definitely to each their own. I thought it was a decent <coughs> ladder match. When you're not a more expensive company and you can't buy like better ladders, sometimes it looks a bit weird. But, you know, I think they did okay. The bumps they took were nice. And I thought there was some good storytelling, though some people might disagree. Like I said, I'm waiting for William to watch the whole show to see how he feels. All right. Jordan Evans, after a hard-fought match, grabs the title. Noice. And then the tag team match, which was one of the big things about this show. Travis Dufour, in his final farewell match, with Gavin Jackson against two dickheads, Bo Ross and Caitlin Patrick. And it was a very good match. Might have gone on a bit too long. Uh, it was a good match, and uh, afterwards, the farewell speech of Travis Dufour was just awesome to hear. It was very emotional. His uh, daughter jumped in the ring. That was... Is adorable and absolutely loved it. Put a tear in my eye. And then the main event. Actually, I, I just remembered before we get to that, I probably should have played the Indy County theme song. You think so? I forgot about it, I'm going to be honest. Of course you did. Uh, okay. Like I said, not well planned out episodes, guys. This one was, it had a lot of delays. Yes, a lot. In fact, Anyways, I, this one's being uploaded a day late. Uh, I think you're staying up all night. <laughs> you're uploading it. Okay. Hey, anyway, not until the cash starts rolling. Anyway, so the main event, Marcus K. Defends his titles against Clay Jacobs. What was his name? Um, El Lobo, Siler Andrews, and then Tony Leyenda, that was the name. And it was a fatal four-way. Not exact, I wouldn't say clusterfuck, but it was a clusterfuck, but it was a good clusterfuck, if that makes sense. Okay. Very hard-hitting, very violent. I ref this match, and my only job pretty much was stay out of the fucking way and count the three. 
And they killed each other. El Lobo. Rolls him up, gets the three count for the world title. It was a great moment. And overall, a very fun show, in my opinion. Very fun to do. William will watch it back. We'll see what he thinks. But in my opinion, it was a fun show. Matches could have been better, but it was it was what it was. Alright, now you talk. Now I got all the ratings. Let's just finish this off. Shoot through the G1 climaxes. Okay, let's maybe not shoot through it. Alright, we'll talk about the semi-finals and the finals. Yeah. First, we have Juice Robinson versus Yujiro Takahashi. I give it 3.25. Billy gave it 3.75. Taichi versus Chase Owens. I give it 2.75. Billy gave it 4. Tetsuya Naito versus Aaron Henere. I give it 4. Billy gave it 4.5. Jonah versus Jeff Cobb. I give it 3.75. Billy gave it 3. Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Evil. I give it 3. Billy gave it 4.5. Yoshihashi versus El Phantasmo. I give it 3.25. Billy gave it 4. Toru Yano versus Lance Archer. I give it 2. Billy gave it 3. Hiroki Goto versus Zack Sabre Jr. I give it 3.5. Billy gave it 4. Great O'Connor versus Jay White. I give it 4. Billy gave it 4.5. Shingo Takaji versus... Will Ospreay, I gave it 4.75, Billy gave it 4.5. Aaron Hanere versus Evil, I gave 2.5, Billy gave 3.5. Tom Lawler versus Bad Luck Fale, 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 Fa, Fale. Be five, four, four. Anyway, uh, I gave it 2, Billy gave it 3.5. Juice Robinson versus El Phantasmo, I gave 3.25, Billy gave 4. Tomohiro Ishii, I became a real big fan of him during this tournament. Versus Chase Owens, I gave 4, uh, Billy gave 4.25. Kazuchika Okada versus Jonah, I gave 4.25, Billy gave 3.75. Yoshihashi versus Yujiro Takahashi, I gave 3, Billy gave 3.25. Sonata versus Chase Owens, I gave 4.25, Billy gave 3. Tamatanga versus Taichi, I gave 1.75, Billy gave 4. Jonah versus Lance Archer, I gave three. Billy gave also three. Tetsuya Naito versus Kenta, I gave 4.25. Billy gave 4.5. David Finlay versus El Phantasmo, I gave 4.25. Billy gave four. Tamatanga versus Grey Okan, I gave 2.5. Billy gave 3.25. Zack Sabre Jr. versus Evil, I gave 1.25. Billy gave two. Kasuchika. Okada versus Tom Lawler, I gave 2.25, Billy gave 3. Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Hiroki Goto, we both gave 4.5. Aaron Hanere versus Kinta, I gave 4, Billy gave 3.5. Toru Yano versus Jeff Cobb, I gave 3.25, Billy gave 2.25. Shigo Takaji versus Yujiro Takahashi, I gave 3.75, Billy gave 3.5. Will Ospreay versus Yoshihashi, I gave four point we both gave four point seven five. Tachi versus JY, I gave three point seven five, Billy gave four point two five. David Finlay versus Yoshihashi, I gave four point two five, Billy gave four. Tashi Grado Tashi versus Grado Khan, I gave three, Billy gave two point five. Jeff Cobb versus Tom Waller, I gave two, Billy gave three. 
Kenta versus Hiroshi Tanahashi, I gave 3.75. Billy gave 4.5. Will Ospreay versus Juice Robinson, I we both gave 4. Uh, okay. Shingo Takaji versus El Phantasmo, uh, I gave 4.25. Billy gave 3.5. Hiroki Goto versus Evil, I gave 2.25. Billy gave 3. Zack Sabre Jr. versus Tetsu... Tetsuya Naito, I gave 1.75, Billy gave 2.25. Tomohiro Ishii versus Sonata, I gave 3.25, Billy gave 3.5. Jay White versus Tamatanga, we both gave 4. Jonah versus Bad Luck Fail, I gave 4.25, Billy gave 3.25. Lance Archer versus Katsujuka Okada, I gave 3.75, he gave 3.5. Tamatanga versus Kazuchika Okada, I gave 4.5. We both gave 4.5. This was one of the semifinals. It was pretty good. Really good. A lot of chemistry. Billy? Um, yeah. Like, now, okay. I was kind of hoping for Jay White to make it to a semifinal. And there was one other. I'll get to him. Otama Tonga was a good choice. And, of course, Azuchuko Okada is a great wrestler. Does he get too much in a JPW? I possibly. A uh, great wrestler, of course, this always proves it. Great match. 4.5. What I've noticed with, like, Japan's wrestling... They usually have, like, a huge star that they give up everything to. Like, most wrestling companies do that, but New, J- uh, New Japan usually focuses on one star. While most wrestling companies use- usually focus on, like, two to three. But, like, if AEW or WWE did this, it would be, Oh my god, he's shoving us! He's getting shoved down our throats! It depends on who they pick. Because Okada is... He's really good in the ring. Yes, Okada is a damn god. He's also fantastic on the, on the personality scale and on the mic. There's a lot of other gods in NJBW that they have gone with. Yes, I I do agree. I don't think Okada should have won the tournament, in my personal opinion. But, I'm not angry with it. Fair enough, fair enough. So, I I, I mean, we all knew Tomatonga wasn't going to move on. Well, I mean, I, I mean, he could have done it. Okay. Yeah. It was fun to watch them try, but we all know they're going to fall against Okada. Yeah. Uh... Now, keep in mind... Actually, I'm going to say that for the next thing. Uh, well, not the next thing. Just wait. Just fucking wait. Uh, the next match was Tetsuya Naito versus Will Ospreay. <clears throat> Pretty good. I liked it. Pretty great, actually. I mean, can't go with Naito. Can't go wrong with him. And uh, Will Ospreay is a really good wrestler. Billy, you got anything to say? Will Ospreay. Love him. Fuck you, Naito. Hey, fuck you. Fuck you. He's Me, like... Zack Sabre Jr., Sean 
10 to 1. Could have been Zach Sabre Jr. and Will Ospreay in the semifinals. Zach Sabre Jr. said, beat Ospreay and then goes to the finals. Beats fucking Okada. Billy? Oh. Fuck your opinion. Tetsu Naito is superior. Yes. Alright. Motherfucker. Kill you for that. Alright. Tetsuya Naito and Will Ospreay was a good match. Even though it shouldn't have happened, it was a great match, in fact. It's a great match. I gave it 4.25. Billy gave it 4.75. And then we have yes. the finally main event. The ending of G1 Climax, finally, after 80 other matches. 86 other matches. Was it 80? Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah, it was 87 in total. Yeah, okay. Will Ospreay versus Kazushika Okada. Billy? Explain your rating of five jobbers. I feel like you're going to argue with me about it. I'm not going to argue. Okay. Um, now, to be fair, this was a little bit spoiled for me. Because we had planned to get up. Keep kayfabe. Keep the kayfabe. Keep the kayfabe. What? We both woke up at 5 a.m. to watch the main event of G1 Climax, and there is no buts to that. That happened. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that, let's go with that. That happened okay. just like how WrestleMania 32 had 6 million people in attendance. It was 7 billion. But. <laughs> anyway, so yes. Um, we both woke up, and it was a very, very fun match, okay? And even though almost everyone knew Okada was going to pull it off, I didn't think he was. For a second. That's what I was getting to. Oh. <laughs> there was a point in the match where Will Ospreay made you fucking believe for a second he could do it. And I wouldn't have said no to seeing Will Ospreay and Jay White at Wrestle Kingdom. Dickhead heel versus dickhead heel. I would love it. They had me going for a second. And all the high energy of it. Of course, great wrestling from both guys, because both guys can crank shit out. And the lastest of it all in the finale of a great tournament, in my opinion, it... Five jumps. Five jumps. Five jumps. All right, now I'm going to explain my reasoning. Why did you give it 1.5? No, I didn't give it 1.5. Here's why it's negative five dollars. Oh my god, Jesus, not enough super kicks. Not enough finisher kickouts. Not enough watching while someone jumps out of the ring. I'm gonna kill you guys. Okay. I give it 4.75. Cause while it makes sense that Okada versus Jay White's gonna happen because they've been building up a huge feud for almost a year. Probably even longer, if you don't count this the world championship. Actually, no, it has been longer because, yeah, he beat him at Russell Kingdom. Yeah, okay. So this this has been a few that's been building up for a while. I I kind of wanted to see Will Ospreay the win. I, I wanted to see Will Ospreay win, not going to lie. 
I think it hindered the match a little bit. Billy? This coming from the guy that hinders the gender. I... You're talking to the number one Jinder Mahal fan. I cheered when he won. Okay. Uh, but anyway. Alright. I can see that point. I can definitely see that point. It didn't so much hinder hinder it for me, but it would have made it better if Will Ospreay would have actually won. In my opinion. Just that, like, oh, sorry. This makes four G1 climaxes that Okada has won. Really? And he won 2021 and this year. Oh, so he's like, I think he's like the fifth person to win it consecutively? Yeah, and I think he has the second most. And he's only in his 30s. Mm -hmm. What? I agree. Oh, he said, mm hmm. Oh, I think he said, hmm. I'm looking for. And also, he has like the. Uh, he's somewhere in like the top five of most five star matches from uh, Maeve Deltzer. Oh, fucking Maeve Deltzer. Hey, I feel like we shit on him and Jornet a little too much. Oh, fuck Jornet. Yeah, Jornet's a little more of an asshole, but he's kind of funny. Kind of funny? Yeah, kind of funny. Kind of funny. <laughs> but you can't yeah. say he wasn't a part of the business. Yeah. But anyway, Billy, let's move on to something important. Oh, hold on. I want to... Why are you suddenly louder? Oh, I got a little bit closer. Okay, I explained. Because you were getting quieter during, like, the G1 Climax thing, and now you're suddenly just loud. It's, I had I, I had to change the temperature. The, the, I had the temperature, the volume, shit. The temperature. The Sh shut up. The shut up. What are you looking up? Who's won the most? Okay. Ooh. Masa, one person that has one more is... Masahiro Masa, Chono? Yeah, Masahiro Chono. Nice. I knew it. With five. Wow. So if my man goes three years in a row. <laughs> he doesn't have to go three years in a row. If he, like... I'm pretty sure he's going to be in New Japan for at least a decade more. And weirdly enough... Right before Kazuchika Okada did it this year, Kota Ibushi went two years consecutive, 2019-2020. Huh. And another fun fact, in the 2021 Climax, Climax 31, Kazuchika Okada and Kota Ibushi were in the finals together. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Alright, so what is the importance we're moving on to? Well... The best goddamn wrestling show in the world. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, uh, that's right. That's right. We need to go straight to the temple in Boyle Heights. Lucha GCW. Underground. GCW. 
What the fuck? WWE. Wait, no, no. I'm wrong, I'm wrong. WCW. Yeah, WCW, totally. It's PW. Okay, just, just shut up. Just stop it. Stop it. Okay, I'll stop talking. Well, no, keep talking. I need your review of season one of Lucha Underground. Oh. So, this guy over here, my good, good, buddy, old pal, old friend, forced me to watch the first season of Lucha Underground. Hey, I, I told him to only watch the Aztec Warfares and uh, Ultra Luchas, but he wanted to watch the whole thing. Shut up. Shit. Okay. Four seasons. Sexy. I like that. Four one-hour episodes for me, four to five minutes. You know, awesome. Love it. Love to see it. Forty episodes a season. What the fuck are you doing? I do not have the attention span for any type of goddamn show. Except for wrestling, apparently. Did you like it? Shut up. I'm getting to it. I gotta admit, it was magical. Yes. In terms of story, beautiful. And they treated it like a TV show you can actually get into. And the best part, I hate to agree with William, but it has a difference from the other companies. It never tried to take itself too seriously. Like in terms of a legit combative sport. It took the soap opera elements of wrestling and made that the whole surrounding aura of it. It was a TV show that had wrestling. And the wrestling was great. You had guys like Johnny Mundo, Prince Puma... Uh, what the fuck is his name? Inquerno, Drago, Phoenix, Penta. All these amazing characters hey, that oh, can go oh, in the ring like no other. Hold on, I would like to point out, not just the little guys either. You got the big guys doing great, fantastic matches too, like Brian Cage, Mil Moritz, The Mac. You have all those. Just wanted to point that out. He just likes to roll his R's with Muertes. 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 But, yes. I can't really think of a character on it I did not like. Besides one. That was not... That's for personal reasons. Yes, the Alberto Patron. Yeah. That fucking bitch. We'll get to him later. But, anyway. So, I did really enjoy it. Would I have rather it all have been like season two, which I'll get to watching here soon, where it's like 26 episodes a season? Yeah. But 40 episodes, I can push myself through it. And in my opinion, season two is the best season. I'll be the judge of that. Okay, look, uh... Lucha Underground, like, WWE's video games made me interested in wrestling. 
watching my first SmackDown. The SmackDown right before the 2017 Royal Rumble. That made me want to watch wrestling. But you know what made me a fan of wrestling? Lucha fucking Underground. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. You're a fan of wrestling? Uh, I guess not. I mean, I can leave this podcast, you know. Hey, you ain't going anywhere, motherfucker. Uh, uh, wait, 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 wait. I'm not a fan, though. I'm not a fan, though, am I? I signed a contract with your blood. You cannot leave. That's why I've been dizzy. Anyway, let's get to the rating stuff. Okay. What did you think of Aztec Warfare? I'm really testing my memory here. Okay. Well, no, no, no. Just tell me what you think of the idea of Aztec Warfare and how it was executed. Aztec Warfare is Lucha Underground's version of the Royal Rumble. And, like... Uh, hold on. Pause, Billy. Pause. Come in. What does I want? Wait, did you pause the... No, I didn't pause the recording. Go back to the basement, Gremlin. What? None of your business, Billy. I feel like this is my business, motherfucker. Alright, now continue Aztec Warfare. Okay, sure. Um, okay. So, Aztec Warfare is more or less like a Lucha Underground's version of the uh, Royal Rumble. But it takes like an entertaining approach to it. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but you do have to be pinned or submitted to be eliminated, correct? Yes, that's the only way to get eliminated in the Aztec Warfare. That's what I thought. That takes an interesting turn, and it's no disqualification. Yes. Well, lots of weapons. Weapons are always fun. Do you... And I like... Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, weapons are always fun. So, I do enjoy the idea. Just wait until season two where freaking Drago just pulls out the flamethrower and lights uh, Hernando on fire. Wow, man, with the spoilers. Wow. <laughs> but, uh, yes, I love Aztec Warfare. And, uh... Now, to be fair, we only have four Aztec Warfares to go off of. But, I will say, those four probably combined have a better rating than all the Royal Rumbles combined. For me. Hey, hold on, motherfucker. Now, there's some great Royal Rumbles, but I think Aztec Warfare has been consistently better. We'll judge that when we get to the Royal Rumbles. True, like which we're it. doing, which we're doing at some point. Some point. Yeah, some point. Anyway, uh, yeah. Billy gave Aztec Warfare one. 4.5, I gave it 4. Fun match. Do you do you have a favorite ma- moment from the match? I am a stickler for, in, for like... William is a stickler for storytelling. I love... 
rivalry and rivalry continuation. When you have like a stable warfare, if you have a single rivalry in like for each competitor, it's beautiful. I will go crazy over it. Example, I won't get into it, but Air Circle and Pinnacle. Just beautiful. Now, one thing I loved about Lucha Underground, Prince Puma versus Johnny Mundo. You get them cranking the shit out, setting the tone in the first episode. If you keep coming back to that robbery, because it's so fucking good. For these two guys being in the finale to decide the first ever Lucha Underground champion, you can't get more beautiful. Actually, you what? can. You can. You'll see that soon. Shut up. If you like, no, no. If you like that tidbit, just wait. I know that you're gonna cream at in one of the later moments. And let's not get too uh, G13 here. Are, are you kidding me? I talked about Jimmy Snuka covering up, or uh, Vince Man coming up, covering up Jimmy Snuka's girlfriend's death. I don't think we can go back from that. That's a very fair point. So, overall, best match you've ever seen in your life, isn't it? <laughs> uh, wouldn't go that far. That is safe for, uh, fuck. Um, in the hall versus Randy Orton. Oh, yeah, can't wait to review that. Oh, yeah. Now, uh, do you agree with the ending of the match of how Prince Puma won? I'm an old man, okay? I watched this weeks ago. Remind me? I, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just asking, do you, did you like Prince Puma being the winner? Oh, yes. Prince Puma being the winner, I fucking love that. Cause, I love... I loved Prince Puma. Because not only is Prince Puma pretty much the face of Lucha Underground, but also Ricochet's just a great worker. Fucking phenomenal. No and, pun intended. Uh, and for, for people who say Ricochet can't make it in, like, a major company because he has a lack of mic work, watch Lucha Underground. Just watch it. Did he ever speak on the mic? Oh, shit, you haven't gotten to that, have you? I know in the first season he has not. Shit. My bad. Oh, my. I, I, thought, I, did, I, did, I thought you did it during the Morotes rivalry. He did not. My bad. But we, we shall see. We shall see. Yeah. Um... Let's move on to Ultima Lucha Uno. Ultima Lucha! Uh, this is pretty much their WrestleMania, pretty much. Biggest event of the year. Season finale, which is a great you touch. you your rating? Oh, yeah, you gave your rating. Okay. Yeah. Now, Ultima Lucha Uno opened up with Brian Cage versus The Mac in a no-disqualification match. What'd you think, Billy? I witnessed a murder. Okay? I witnessed a murder. Yes, Mac was quite murdered in that match. The, the no disqualification aspect of it was 
very fun. I've always loved their nose qualification matches, especially with their use of the temple. That was a very, very beautiful venue. Yeah. It, 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 it was. was. It was. There's lots of to use. Mance throws a cooler at him. He takes Peter's out the cooler. Mac does the stone cold thing, bomb, stunner. That was nice. Yeah. Mac does a great stunner. And they just kept killing each other, killing each other, killing each other. Fucking Brian Cage. Let's stay out of cinder block. stops this man into the cinder block. Ergo, death. Now, I'll ask you, does Mac ever come back from this? Oh, oh, yes. He is is quite the regular. That is death! Ow! Oh, just wait, just wait. I'm gonna curb stomp you into cinder block. And, And if you like this... Beginning of the first Ultima Lucha, way until the, the beginning of the second Ultima Lucha. You're really making it up here, aren't you? I'm telling you, but, season two, like, season one's fantastic, season two is gold. Anyway, I gave it four stars. Very, very. <clears throat> four jobbers, four jobbers. And I give it 3.5 jobbers. Look, I have to be a little harsher on my ratings for this company because I don't want to be too biased. Then we had the trios tag team match between the Disciples of Death versus Ivelisse and Helico and Son of Havoc. Do you have anything to say? Um, this it wasn't bad by any means. It was just kind of there, and it was pretty solid. They had Ivelisse was a little bit just, she was a little bit limited because of the injury they had her working. Yes. And uh, then the finishing sequence with her and Katrina. That was... I had to pull back. I almost gave it five jobbers just from that. <laughs> but anyway, the disciples of uh, death. After Katrina takes care of Ibelisse, they go in for the cover. One, two, three. That goes into something later, which I enjoyed the outcome. But I hope they get it back in season two. Yes. But as far as my waiting, three, it was solid. It was there. Not exactly to the levels of the rest of the card. Yeah, Billy gave it three. I gave it two point seven five. Because uh, William hates Lucha Underground. No. Anyway, then we had Hernando versus Durago. Any? What is it, Billy? Uh. Oh. Um. A believers. There. Revenge. Believers, believers, strap, match. Oh, it was called something interesting. Yeah, that's what it's called. 
No, it was not called that. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was All called... Right, you talk about it. I'm gonna pull this up here. Okay. I, okay, so... I remember for wa first watching this in, uh... When I was... When I first watched Luke Underground. I love Drago. And... The last time I watched Lucha Underground before I most recently watched it was like in 2017, 2018 a little bit. So when I came back to rewatch this match, I forgot how much of a banger it is. And that stipulation of pretty much, it's like a lumberjack match mixed with a, uh, like a strap match where you're like, if they go on the outside, you can hit them with straps. But the twist was, it was fans. And because this was a rivalry that was built with Hernandez being, or not Hernandez, Hernando being the... It was a Believer's Backlash match. Backlash, damn it, that was the fucking name. But anyway, Hernando was the hated person in this rivalry. Drago had all the uh, the support of the Believers. They actually believed he was a dragon. See, that's how crazy Lucha Underground is. And Hernando is like, no, he is not, re he, there are no such thing as dragons. He was being a big poopy head. So, he got strapped. Oh, well, he, he, he got fucking welts on his back from it. No professional. So, Billy, what did you think of the match? I thought it was very, very fun. And the stipulation, as long as all of them do sign a waiver and they know... The yeah, they were all signed a waiver. Then, yes, it is a very interesting idea. I think the execution was done very well. And Hernandez is just one tough motherfucker. I had the chance to work a show with him and meet him. Great guy, great advice. Very, very... He doesn't pull any punches. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, great match. I gave it four. And I gave it 4.25. Billy gave it four. Uh, it was just... It, it was a great start to the... It was, I mean, a great end to the first part of Ultima Lucha Uno. How many times are you going to say that? Well, I, I, I was just saying. Ultima Lucha Uno. Because it's Ultima Lucha Uno. Uh, we'll get to Dose soon. Not this episode, because Billy has to watch season two now. Or should I say season Dose? Okay. Then next, we start with a pretty lackluster match to start off the uh, okay. second part. I would not go lackluster. I would. Johnny Mundo versus Alberto El Patron. Now, granted, I hate the man with every 5 mark 5 beat. Uh, Johnny Muno and Alberto Albatron, they put on a fairly good match. Fairly good. And then Molina makes a return. I like that part, I will say. And then, of course, uh, Johnny Mundo cheats to win. And Alberto grabs him, beats him up, and puts him through a window. And then... Melina gets pissed. He grabs Melina and spanks her. Alberto hitting a woman. That, uh, that age is great. 
Yeah, I did not like the spanking part at all. Now, watching it when I watched it, knowing what has happened, it really... Just seeing him look at her, I'm like, I swear to God, if you fucking touch her... It wasn't even that he did it, it was just the fact that he did it. Yeah. But, I, I, I just don't like that. It didn't sit, sit well with me. Plus, I don't know why I was bored throughout the whole match. I thought it was decent, just, you know, not on the levels of the rest of the card. Yeah, I, I gave it 2, Billy gave it 3.5. Because he loves uh, domestic abusers. Anyway. Uh, you I'm kidding. Then we had what was a weird match to have on the card. A death match between Pentagon Jr. and Vampiro. I dare you to talk some shit about this match. What do you mean? I was gonna say, you said it was a weird match to have with the card. But I, I, I'm saying, like, Vampiro on a 2014 wrestling card. Okay. Oh. I fucking loved this match. It was... I have opinions about death matches. Especially using a death match for the sake of having a death match. But if the rivalry fits a death match, it works. And this rivalry just fucking fit it so well. Oh, you think that now? Just wait. Shut up. When do you... they, were, they were just trying to <clears throat> kill each other. Light tubes, thumbtacks, fire. It was... Oh my god! <laughs> you ain't seen nothing yet, Jack. I'm going to kick you in the face. Tomorrow. But, look, yeah. dude, I'm saying. I know you you might never think this. There is going to be a deathmatch in Lucha Underground that you're going to give five jobbers. I guarantee it. I'll be the judge of that. There ain't no way you don't give this five jobbers. It's season two, correct? No, season three. God, I have to get all the way to season three. Yes. And I'll give you a, a little taste. It has a little bit of... Whose house? Okay, anyway. So, this was very, very well done. And then, after Vampire runs, he goes, Break my arm. Right. Until breaks his arm. Asks for his master. And Vampiro is the master. It was a great reveal. <laughs> Chills. What reveal? I give it a 4.75. I give it 4. Oh, man. Wow. I, I love the match. It just... It looked like they were carrying two certain spots. That's a, that's a big gripe of mine for Deathmatch Wrestling. Some of the spots don't look natural. But when we get to Ultima Lucha Tres, we see a deathmatch which looks natural. Shut up! <laughs> Stop foreshadowing. Anyway, then we had the first ever Gift of the Gods seven-way match. 
What do you think of the gift of the gods, Billy? Beautiful fucking, beautiful fucking championship. Beautiful championship, I'll give it that. And original. Yes. Now, I'm not too big a fan of the ash it in for a world title match. <clears throat> because I would have liked to have that, like, solid, prestigious mid-card title. And you can have the trios as the tags, and the, of course, Lucha Underground as the be-all, end-all. But a seven-way clusterfuck, not bad. Some very interesting spots. I exactly remind you of any. The uh, low-ending sequence with Phoenix and Angelico, I enjoyed that a lot. Overall, 3.75. I also gave it 3.75. Now... You're thinking about mid-cards? Lucha Underground doesn't have... Like a... Hierarchy, per se. It doesn't have, like, the mid-card... Or the main event, or anything like that. They're just wrestlers... Or fighters, or... Warriors, or whatever they want to call them... That... Try to fight for the top... Prize which is the Lucha Underground Championship. And so the Gift of the Gods is a way of getting closer to that. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, make, it makes sense for the, the company. Now, granted, because it's not really a mid-card title... That leads to a lot of fan favorites, a lot of favorites of mine, not really winning a singles title in the company, but, I mean, not everyone can win a title. Says the guy that wants Santino Morella to win the world title. I said he shut up. Uh, okay. Yeah, but, then we had... Texano versus Blue Demon Jr. I was not a fan. Was not a fan. Did not care. Yeah, I wasn't even a fan of the rivalry. To be fair, like it was, it wasn't a horrible match exactly. But why? Why would Blue Demon, Blue Demon, turn heel in the first place? I think I it's a reason. It's a whole thing with it. I would have liked if Chavo Guerrero and Blue Demon Jr. went to Ultima Lucha. Now, I will say, Lucha Underground did pick a good match to throw under the bus. Because let's be honest, none of us were excited for Texano versus uh, Tejano versus Blue Demon Jr. I gave it 1, Billy gave it 2.5. And then, we had the main event. Prince Puma versus Mil Murates for the Lucha Underground Championship. What did you think, Billy? Incredibly, incredibly good match. And it was almost there. 
almost there. It felt like it was missing halfway something. But Mil Mortes finally dethroning Prince Puma. Who had a really good run with it. And just ending season two as a champion. Disciples of Death with him as Trio's champions. It was an incredible scene. And then the scene with everybody fleeing the temple and them saying, Dark times are coming, I'll be the judge of that. It definitely sets me up to color me excited for season two. Yeah. I was, like, by the end of season one, when I first watched it, I was like, holy shit, please tell me season two is on Netflix. Lucky for me, season two was on Netflix. But they didn't have season three, because season three didn't come out at the time, and I never really got to watch season three in its full potential until recently. You want to tell him how, William? Through DVDs. Yeah. DVDs. Yes, DVDs. Anyway, for the main event of Lucha Underground, fan-fucking-tastic match. Best match of the card, in my opinion. It was just great. They had great chemistry, great rivalry. Like, killing Conan off? Holy shit, what the fuck? Like, I remember Billy cried seeing that scene. I don't exactly remember crying. You did. You were sobbing. It was Conan. It was Conan. And now he's dead. Never to be seen again. Was not sobbing. You were sobbing. Was not sobbing. Don't lie. But, anyway. We both gave it 4.75. Not exactly 5. I have to agree with Billy. There was something that just felt a little off. But it was very brutal and saddening to see Mil Morates walk out as champion. However, it does leave an intriguing feeling. I never, I didn't think, I, I didn't think Mil Morates would like, like win. I thought it was gonna be a happy ending with Prince Puma getting his revenge and retaining the title. But no, fucking Mil Morates just comes out of nowhere like, boom, bitch, I'm new champion. Now, I, I have to say it, I am, I am excited for season two. I hate to say it. William, you were right. You son of a bitch. And Billy? With that, with that, that grudgingly delivered news... That I was right. Can I hear that again? You were right. There you go. Uh, I also have an uh, announcement of my own. I will try, no promises, I will try, depending on how busy I am, because honestly I don't even keep up with AEW anymore that much. I will try to start watching Raw and SmackDown. And I'm only doing this because news came out that wrestlers were now allowed to were now allowed to stream on Twitch once again. 
And that really made me realize there's a change in the company. And the stories are getting better from what I've heard. So I'm like, yep, all right. It's getting much more watchable. I will give you that. It is getting so much more watchable. Yeah. uh, So, yeah. I don't know if I'll commit to the full three hours of Raw, but I'll definitely try to watch SmackDown. Even though I agree to... Like, of course I try to watch it because I'm home and I'm not doing anything and why the fuck do I not watch wrestling? I... For the Vents era, I was on my phone for so much of it. Yeah. But now I see myself watching the matches because the matches are good again. And they're giving them time. They're just letting them be fucking wrestlers. The promo's getting better. The stories. There's long-term storytelling. It's Triple H is finally getting what he needed. A chance. Yes. Now, with that, let's, we're going to be honest. We didn't watch a lot of matches or pay-per-views for this episode. Mostly because G1 Climax, no offense to New Japan, was fucking draining. It was draining and we are kind of getting our asses kicked at work. It was... Yes, we, we've had a very busy couple of days at work, and it was just, I, I'm busy with stuff right now, Billy has training, he's going to a special event coming up soon, and uh, it was just like, we, watching other wrestling than what we already, like, planned was was going to be too hard. And we, didn't so, even, we didn't even finish what we were promised that we were going to watch. The uh, Cruiserweight Classic. Oh, yeah. Which next, we, will, we will review next podcast. In fact, we'll double down, review more than we promised for the next podcast. Next episode, we should definitely be back on the saddle because we don't have G1 Climax. And I just looked at this today. If we're back, we should be back to filming on Friday. Um, I just realized the All Out is the fourth, I believe, and then I believe, um, okay, yeah, All Out should be the third, and then Clash at the Castle should be the fourth. And Worlds Collide is also that same day. Oh my fucking god. But our podcast is being recorded a second. So we are barely missing all that shit. So uh, we're going to check out some Cruiserweight Classics, probably do some indies. Just stuff we can figure out, you know. We'll kind of have an easy week. And then... We go back to current shit. Yes. But, just because we... And knowing Tony, he'll probably put in, like, four different special events. Yeah. Just because we don't have any more events planned doesn't mean we don't have something planned. Now, I will admit this is last minute, but I did come across this template. Uh, If any of you are familiar with the political compass, it's something similar to that, sort of. Uh, But... 
it's more of a spectrum. Okay, well, political compass is a spectrum. Shut the, shut the fuck up, me. Uh, just imagine a cross. A, a, a plus sign, if you will. The top part says, I want to fight them. The bottom part says, I don't want to fight them. The one on the right says, they would kick my ass. And then the one on the left will say, I would kick their ass. So it's like a spectrum. What we're going to do is we're going to take a bunch of wrestlers and we're going to put them, put them on the spectrum. You ready for that, are Billy? We, are we both giving our own opinions or are we putting them to are we doing them together? Uh, we're doing our own opinions. Okay. Here's what I thought. I give you a name and then you give me a name. Well We can do that in a second, but I really wanted to start it off with world champions. World champions? Yeah, like the main champions of like major companies, I just wanted to start okay. it off there, so just just to show like what we're doing. Okay, that's fair. Now we should give our we are gonna give our reasonings for our placements, and they can and for legal reasons, this is both satire and real. Okay. Okay. So Billy, I'll let you start first with the current sort of. AEW champion CM Punk. I don't want to fight them, and can we put it somewhere near the middle? Okay, so yes, yes, you can. Okay. So no, you think it would be equal fight between you and him? I wouldn't go that far. Okay. I would say I definitely don't want to fight them. I don't really have too much of a problem with CM Punk. I've always thought he was a great wrestler. Great mic worker. Whether or not he's a dick, up for debate. I've never had problem with him personally. Now, I don't think I'd be a total slaughter. He could most likely kick my ass. Yes, I, I think there I get some shots in. A couple. All right. So, bottom right leaning. Yes. Okay. For me. Bottom, left. Full left. I would kick CM Punk's ass. I would, really? I know his weakness. Billy. Billy, listen to me closely. Here's his weakness. Pretty much. He's going to be charging at me. And all I'm going to do is say, Down boy! Down boy! You don't get the main event at WrestleMania! Down boy! He starts sobbing. And then... You're a fucking idiot. Then... When he realizes what I'm trying to do, I'd be like, Here, boy. Here, right back. Come back here. Come here. Come here. That'll get him terrified. And when he least notices it, or when he least expects it, I'm going to smack him across the head, which, of course, is going to give him a concussion. I'm going to stomp on his toes, ended up breaking it. And then, I'm going to tell him, that his MMA career sucked. And that'll be it. That'll be it. I mean, if you Surely. saw if you saw the MMA record, I could probably beat his ass. You're not an MMA fighter in any way, shape, or form. You don't know that. 
I am being realistic here. Hey, I, my belly is about the size of an ab from one of the MMA fighters. So, ha. Okay. So, do you want to fight him or do you not want to fight him? I said I didn't want to fight him. But I said I would kick his ass. Fully. Full left. Alright, gotcha. Okay. Now, let's move on to the interim AEW champion, John Moxley. John fucking Moxley. Fucking Moxley. Okay. I throw a lot of shit at this guy. Must have been a satire. I hate his best friend with every five mile by being. Fuck Eddie Kingston. But. I don't want to fight him because there's no doubt in my mind he would kick my ass. If I punched him once, he'd probably blade from it, but he would still beat my ass. Man is a killer. So, I don't want to fight them, and then what What side? He would kick my ass. Easily? Yes. Okay, so, full full left, and I, you don't want, bottom, bottom, no, sorry, bottom, bottom right, bottom right. Yes. Full right. Ha. You, you're, you're right. You're, you're full right, huh, Billy? You're far Shut right. Shut up. Shut up. Now, for me, bottom, left, full left. You're a dumbass. Easy, easy, easy fight, Billy. Come on. Oh, God. No. John Mox no. is going to come up to me. And I'm gonna be like, your, 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 your wife, your wife stinks. He's gonna come charge at me, blood boiling. But what he doesn't realize, since his blood is boiling, one cut, spews, spews everywhere, blood everywhere, floods the whole arena. He turns into a, that fucking granny from that one episode of SpongeBob. You know, the one that wanted the chocolates. Win. I win. That's it. Done. I repeat my further statement. An idiot! <laughs> Alright, now we have the tribal chief, Roman Reigns. The Q even tried! Alright, Bailey, what do you say? I am far, far, far fucking bottom right. I would die at the hands of the tribal chief, Roman Reigns. I have already acknowledged him since the day he returned. If you say different, you're a fucking idiot. Alright, so, Roman Reigns. For me, bottom. Right. Bottom right. Bottom Thank you. Full fucking right. He, he would, like, he may be head of the table, but he would make me a head on that table. You know, At least you understand that. Yeah. Now, I will say, the ranking does change depending on one thing. Is he with or without the Usos? Because if he's with the uh, Usos, full, 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 bottom, full right. Full right. But if, if he's without them, a little, a little nudge to the left. Just a little nudge. But like, like, I'm talking, like, just like a, a, a centimeter. 
Okay, there we go. Alright. Then we have... Cool. Yes, Paul Heyman. <laughs> Paul Heyman, yeah. That's Paul right, right there. Can't beat Paul. Then we have Braun Breaker. Uh, I would say definitely on the right, he would definitely kick my ass, but I don't know why, I just want to fight him. Never been a fan. I want to fight him. So, you're, you're top? Yes, top right. Okay. Now, me. I'm, this is full middle. Full middle. And you know why? Like, right in the center. Yes, right in the center. I don't really have an opinion on him. I wouldn't not want to fight him, but I also don't want to try to fight him. Now, who would win in a fight? A lot of variables there. See, he could easily kick my ass. I mean, he's the son of the genetic freak. Uh, no, he's not. Wait, he's not? He's the son of the genetics freak's brother. Oh, he's Rick Steiner's son. Yes. Oh. Jesus. Okay, well, he's in the bloodline of, Rick, of, of, of the genetic freak. Of the genetic freak, yes. The mathematician. However, there's a problem with that. Because once I start introducing numbers, he's going to go on a whole rant... He's going to try to use those numbers to equal out something. And while he's just trying to do that, I, in the, in the, in the words of Arn Anderson, I pull out my Glock. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I won't finish that sentence for legal reasons. For legal reasons, yeah. Yes. So, yes, that's why he's right in the center. He could easily kick my ass, however, once math is introduced... Gets a little complicated. That's fair, that's fair. Now, who is uh, the current Impact Champion? The current Impact Champion is uh, Josh Alexander. Okay. I don't want to fight him, but I would say it's in the middle of, like, like, I know it'd be a fair, fair fight. Because Josh Alexander, he's got that wrestling background. I have a background in Taekwondo. So, you know, we'd, we'd be throwing some shots. I feel like it'd come down to a tie, you know? I can't for sure say I'd kick his ass. I can't for sure say he'd kick my ass. So, solid middle there. For heel heat, would you mess with the daughter? If I was full monster heel, yes. Fuck that kid. Okay. Now, for me, top, top, left. Easy solution, Billy. You ready for this one? I get a bomb. I strap it onto his child's chest. I get the detonator, and I say, let me win or go boom. Easy. Done. For legal reasons, that is a fucking huge joke. Yes, it is. This whole thing's a joke. 
for various legal reasons. You idiot. <laughs> now, uh, is that all the world champions that we have to... No? Oh, wow. That was a... Oof, that's a big mess up. Jay White. Jay White. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jay White. I don't want to fight him. But... I feel like a slight... Like... Quarter to the right. Because I feel like he'd kick my ass. But I'd put up a good fight there. Alright. For me. Top. Right. He would kill my ass. Easy, 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 easy kill. Like, but why would you want to fight him? I don't know. I, I, I just, it just seems fun. But like, like his name is the Switchblade. So I'm here trying to pull out my Glock in the name of Arn Anderson. <laughs> and as I'm doing that, he's gonna be so swift. He's gonna grab up his pocket knife. He's gonna do the little greaser snappy thing, and then he's gonna slip my wrist, and I'll be it. I'll be done. Sounds fair. Sounds. Yes. Absolutely. And he and he is a part of the Bullet Club, so you'll probably get him and his homies to like just just start firing on me, firing squad. Yeah. Now, so, yeah. I can't yeah. believe we almost forgot one. I can't believe it. I almost forgot Jay White. We got a big one. What? The Ring of Honor World Champion Cesaro. Audio Castagnoli. For me, Autumn. As far right as you can get, that man would absolutely kick my shit. Yeah, honestly, middle right. Middle right. Like. Dude, I could, like, I, I'll just be, like, getting ready. I walk into the ring. He just comes over, starts disassembling me as a Lego. <laughs> and then when he puts me back together, I'm all of a sudden a pretzel. I'm just a fucking pretzel. <laughs> and then, he just to show off even more, he tosses me in the air and starts spinning me on one finger. Like, and, and then, like, somehow he was, like, suspend gravity. And, like, you know his little, like, punching in the air taunt thing? Yeah, he just does that straight to my face as I'm floating there. There is, n like, honestly, anybody fighting Claudio Castagnoli on this list is going immediately to the left. Not, a si not even the tribe. I'm going to say it. Tribal Chief would get fucking handed over to Claudio. In a legit, a legit fighting contest, yes, yes, he would die. Everyone on this list, especially CM Punk. We've seen his MMA record. Oh, Okay, and uh, let's see here. What about Triple A? Uh, let me... I don't know who the Triple A champion is. Let's find that out. Ah. Actually, why am I doing that? Let's do this. Okay. You keep talking. 
Uh. Before you hurt yourself. Shut the fuck up. Shut, shut, fuck, fuck you. Not basketball. Fuck that. All right, yeah, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna think of. Claudio could just like he, he'll spin me around until my whole body has disintegrated and just my ankles, which he is carrying, are left. He could. His punches could make me into Swiss cheese. That's why he's called the Swiss Superman. Like, if he loses the Ring of Honor championship to anybody, and I mean anybody, anybody, if he loses to fucking Brock Lesnar, it'll be bullshit. Claudio is the strongest man on earth. You know, he quite literally ripped open the Grand Canyon. He is the reason the Grand Canyon is created. He, uh, so, uh, you know the Gulf of Mexico, how, like, it's really deep? Um, One day he just took a step into Mexico, and that happened. He created the Gulf of Mexico that way. Okay, so this is interesting. Um, apparently, El Hijo del Vikingo. Oh, he's a Viking? I, El Hijo del Vikingo. They would kick my ass. Straight right, top. He, he will pillage, he, he, will, he will murder and trigger warning for SA. He will rape me. Okay, I'm going to send you just his name. He's gonna, he's gonna okay. just like, he's just gonna like rip apart each of my fingers and feed well, on Pronounce that as you would like. Uh, it's El Hijo del Vikingo. Vikingo. Vikingo? Vikingo. I forgot how to say G in Spanish. But it's El Hijo del V. No, Vikingo. Something like that. In case you guys can't tell, we're not very familiar, so we're gonna check out what the guy looks like a little bit. Yeah, hold on, I'm looking up right now. Uh. All right. Well, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. He could kick my ass. I don't necessarily have a reason to fight him. Yeah, so. he's a Viking. Uh, he would kick my ass. Hey, Billy, have you seen the Northmen? They do have nice abs, though. Northmen, in my top 50 of all time, and I'm a movie buff, so... That's a really high praise, and it is fucking fantastic. Uh, yeah, he would rip my ass apart and feed it to me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, honestly, he might be a contender against Claudio. God. Vikings were brutal. Have you heard of the Spread Eagle? Yes, yes, I'm aware, I'm aware. Yes, yes, they created that. Yes, those are all the, uh, World champions that matter. We're going to talk about. Now, Billy, tell me a random wrestler, and I will say whether I could kick their ass or not. All right. Let's do five each. How's that sound? That sounds good. All right. So, the first one. All right. Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett. 
Jeff Jarrett now or Jeff Jarrett back then? Jeff Jarrett during the creation of TNA. Okay. Hmm. Top, mid, left. And I say that because all he has is guitars. If he gets his hands on some guitars, he would murder me. However, let's say I build a time machine. I go back in time. I kill the creator of the guitar. Jeff Jarrett never exists because of that. Boom, I win. Shouldn't we make this a bit more realistic? You know there's rules against time travel, right? R realistic. This is realistic. You're doing time travel? Yeah. <sighs> okay. Uh, you give one for me. Alright. Um... Huh. <laughs> Brock Lesnar. As far bottom as you can go, and as far right as you can fucking get, that man would rip me into 72 little tiny pieces, put him in a smoothie, drink it, and then piss it out. All right. I would doubt. All right. So many directions. So yes, about as far right as it can fucking go. And that was your belief on the immigration? What? You said as far right as you go, as you can go, so I was messing with you. Shut the fuck up. Anyway, continue. Or, uh, give me, give me a name. Alright. Just for that one. Vince McMahon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, what what age? Right now. Oh fuck! Oh shit! Before or after he's heard what 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 we've said on our podcast? He has watched every one of our podcasts. Oh fuck, dude! He would skin me. I would be a fucking rug in his office. He would make love to fucking women he paid two million dollars to on top of my carcass. <laughs> he would snort fucking steroids off of my skull that he bought just to contain the steroids. And then he'd throw the skull away even though he just bought it. My man would literally cut throat. I... That would... Bottom, bottom right, but bottom, all the way right. Not as much as Claudio, but still up there. But that man is more buff in his seventies than I have ever been in my entire life. He he could he will pull me by my strands of hair on my neck and just like give me a fucking Popeye size of a punch. All right, Billy. Uh, you have Stephanie McMahon. 
Tiffany McMahon. Now, Billy, before you answer, try to try to think about how this will be perceived on the internet. No, even if I would be afraid that Vince McMahon or Triple H or whoever would get involved, Stephanie could piece me up by herself. She would slap the fucking shit out of me, probably fucking bench press me with one fucking hand. I am scared of that woman, okay? She is a one-woman show. She could kill a motherfucker. So I'm going bottom, far right. Far right. Alright, your turn. Uh, we're going. The third one. Lars Sullivan. Easy. Actually, I don't know if I want to make that joke. It's a little bit of it's a, it's a little bit of low hanging fruit, which he decided to put in another guy in a video, which led to him getting released. Uh, okay. Oof. Gotta be careful what I say. It's still a very controversial person. Then again, I just did. I did Vince. Vince a minute ago. That's true. Uh, I'm gonna go bottom half left. Bottom half left. Yeah. I feel like I, I. I feel like all the power he has comes from his chin strap, and if I shave that off, <laughs> he's done. And if you think that's a lame joke, I was about to make an AIDS joke, so don't even. Oh, God. Alright. Alright, throw one at me. me. Alright. Hmm. Schlick. You hear me? Ooh. Schlick. Oh, God, Schlick. Schlick. Alright, alright, this was... This is gonna be a battle. This one's gonna be a hot deal battle. Alright? Now, one second. I love Schlick. So, this is all the way at the bottom. I do not, under any circumstances, want to fight Schlick. But, if I must, I'll throw some hands with Schlick. But, I block every one of them. Just with his power off the bat. Boom, boom, boom. Came to the head. My man Schlick. He knows how to duke it out. He knows what to do. He comes from the underground. He knows the shit he needs to do. So I'm go ahead. I'm go half right. So I'm gonna throw some shots, but I ain't beating Schlick at the end of the day, cause he is Schlick. And even if he, even if he can't beat me by himself, he has an army of guys that are willing to take up a Schlick. All right. Won't beat Schlick. All right, give me another person. Alexa Bliss. Easy. Billy. Easy. Middle left. And I win. I'll kick her ass. 
for one reason. She's a woman. No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. Look. Dumbass. What? Dumbass. Oh, dumbass. Okay. Uh, no, the, the real reason I'll win... I don't even think she's... I, I think she's shorter than me, if I remember correctly. And also, like, all I have to do is, like, put on my fiend mask. And then she'll worship me. So, she I She's 5'1". Yeah, I'm taller than 5'1". Wait. You have a fiend mask? It's in my dungeon... I mean, my basement. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, but I'd, I'd kick her ass. Yeah, I'll kick a woman's ass, so what? Equal right to equal fights. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, uh, I hope I don't pull Chris Benoit this will age badly. You're fucking fired. You are so fucking fired. No, The Fiend was fired. Both literally and metaphorically. No, wait, they're both literally. Yeah, he was on fire and he got fired. <laughs> anyway, your turn. Um, or my turn to pick your turn. Um, you know, I did just mention his name. Don't fucking say it. Don't fucking say it. You don't want me to say his name? I do not want you to say his name. You don't want me to, you don't want me to let him in? Oh, okay, okay, yep, you're good, you can do him. You can All do right, him. I can? Yeah. All right, Chris Benoit. You son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Damn it! Chris <laughs> Benoit is a very sore subject. All right, fine, I'll change, I was, I was just messing. Well, no, I'll do it, I'll do it. Because of everything he's done, Top, I will try my best to fight him. And far left, I would kick his ass because he is dead. Yeah, I was gonna make that joke. And is all right. You can go ahead and give me a real one now. Okay. Uh, Hulk Hogan. Can this be current day, Hulk Hogan? No. Prime. What era? Prime. Prime? Yes. Alright, fine. Let's go Prime, alright? Top. Dippity top. I'm fighting that motherfucker. Because I hate Hulk Hogan. Or left because I'm kicking him straight in the dick. He's going down. Hey, I'm hey, kicking. Billy, Billy. Keep in mind. Sure. This is the same guy who, according to himself, almost killed Antonio Inoki and was the reason Andre the Giant died after the WrestleMania 3 slam, which totally didn't, like, not happen. Like, yeah, Andre the Giant died after WrestleMania 3. He didn't die six years later or anything. He can go fuck himself. I'm kicking him straight in the dick. I'm gonna keep stomping on the penis and I'm taking out his kneecaps. Boom, boom, boom. Take out the other kneecaps. Break the arm. I'm, I'm going low. I'm going low. I am taking a lead pipe. Boom, boom, boom. Kick his ass. 
Decimus pays his ass up, killing the wrestling business, because fuck you, Hulk Hogan. Far top, far left. All right. Interesting. Top left. It's very easy. Alright, explain your reasoning. I didn't give him bad coke. <laughs> All it takes is one line. He'll head to the ring. Boom. Done. That, or it could be a top right situation where I accidentally switched out the wrong cokes, so I gave him a stronger version, so he comes out there, ultimate warrior style, and just knocks my head off. So, so yeah, it could go either way. But I, I'm, I'm confident top. Uh, <laughs> I, I saw that Discord notification. Don't even. Uh... <laughs> Uh, but I, I, yeah, top, top right. Mm -hmm. No, top left. I meant top left. And is it your turn now, or is that it? Yes, it's my finale. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Let me think. John Cena. How did I know you were going to say that? I had thought in the back of my head he was going to go John Cena. Shit. Bottom. Very bottom. Because great wrestler. I love the things he's done for Make-A-Wish, WWE, everything in wrestling. And for... far right because I know I'm not going to beat him I'm not going to try I'm going to let him add to adjustment me punch me kick me do whatever and then he can grant me a wish because I'm a make a wish kid is that make you do a make a wish kid no I said he gets to grant me a wish because I'm a make a wish kid sure yeah let's go he'll make me into a make a wish kid and then he'll grant me a wish Alright, so that ends that segment, I guess. Yeah. Which leaves I mean, us. Unless you want to do more. It's up to you. Well, I don't really see any more we could do. We already covered all the bases women, I mean, Crispin Wall. We could technically make that like a weekly, like almost a monthly thing, you know? Eh, I don't crazy. know about that. We, we can go back to it eventually, but I think we need to give it a rest for a little bit. It was fun. It was fun. Hmm. So, uh, 
after we finish the Cruiserweight Classic, I think I know what we should move on to next. And what might that be? We've been talking about doing it. It's time we bite the bullet. The longest wrestling pay-per-view. Um, okay. We can do that. And possibly on the same episode, we go from the top to the bottom. There is a wrestling. No. Let's say that for another time. We're doing it. We're doing it. We should say that for a big occasion, Billy. Why? Because it is... Quite the big occasion. You're right. A big occasion. Your birthday. Fuck you. Okay. Alright. Now, should I talk about what my adventure is for next weekend? Oh, yeah. Go, 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 go into that. Okay. So, I will be going over this in detail out of everything that happened on the next episode. But next weekend, I'm getting the amazing, amazing opportunity to go to a seminar hosted by the greatest tag team in the world, FTR. If you have listened to any singular episode of this podcast, you have probably heard me go on and on and on about their greatness. Of F-T-R. Now, granted, I, um, so, I'll show you, I'll tell you guys the entire weekend, actually, alright? I'm leaving Saturday to go work an RWA show in Pennsylvania. And on that show is Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson, the Rock and Roll Express on their, uh, finale tour, you know? And Ned... That day I do the seminar. Night night we go to the show that's host that's putting together the seminar, which is I believe is AML or AMW, probably AML. But anyway, so we go to their show, and on that show is Brian Cage, Rock and Arn Anderson. Rachel Ellering, and of course, EFTR. So it's going to be such an incredible weekend. I'm going to learn so much shit. I'm traveling with really great guys. So I'm hoping it'll be a great time. Gotta come back on the podcast, and I'm gonna tell you guys all about it. It's gonna be the goodest of shit. I should think so, William. Yes. I hope you learn a lot. William's gonna be in the trunk with me. No. Oh, damn. William, speak. I, I don't know what to talk about. Speak! You're the one that feels shit here. We got, in the next episode coming up, we're going to, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about some Cruiserweight Classic. (coughs) 
talk about some upcoming events. Stuff of that nature. William, throw some stuff in. And what would you like to talk about? Besides, of course, the uh, longest pay-per-view. Well, that's not going to be in the next episode. The next episode is going to be Cruiserweight Classic, of course. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know what I mean. Yeah, so uh, we can do the Cruiserweight Classic. We can probably do... Uh, the pay-per-views are going to be on the next podcast, right? The podcast after the next, yeah. <laughs> okay, so... We could probably review those. And, uh... Fuck it. Billy... We're going to do it. Next podcast. We're going to watch Heroes of Wrestling. Ah! Oh my god. Alright. We're doing it. Yep. We're doing it. <laughs> if you guys are not initiated with Heroes of Wrestling. It is the worst show of all time. Now. That is people's opinions. I suggest it's a horrible show, and we're gonna re- review it because we love you guys, and we like torturing ourselves. Apparently, so yeah, that'll be a fun thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you guys know we'll always bring the. Uh, we'll bring you guys the. Uh, what's the word? goods goods yeah let's go with the goods we'll bring you guys the uh what's the word we'll bring you guys the stuff let's just go with that we'll bring you guys the stuff that goody goody good stuff the goody good good stuff that goods good as Booker T would say now what Speaking of Booker Boy, T, sorry. What time are we at here? Uh, we have about 14 minutes left. Alright. But, I think I should do something. Uh, I'm gonna recommend some wrestling YouTube videos. Oh! Alright, go ahead. So, the first one is a, I think it was, four-hour documentary about Hulk Hogan. And I'm pretty sure the name of it is Why I Dislike Hulk Hogan. Or Why Hulk Hogan Sucks. Or something like that. Hold on. Let me find the exact YouTube video. But it was a very good in-depth view of Hulk Hogan. How he is flawed in the wrestling business. And how his lies have affected his legacy overall. Uh, I'm just trying to remember what the video name was called, uh, which I'll find in just a minute. I'm just going to my YouTube history. Hulk Hogan was a dumbass. A lying sack of shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, there's something in my throat that I could not get out. 
Uh, the Hogan's getting to you. Oh, yeah, ah, yeah, okay. Totally. So, it's by... The YouTuber name is WrestlePod. The video is called Why I Hate Hulk Hogan. And the thumbnail says Fire Eric is playing in my... Or why uh, Hulk Hogan sucks, but it's only 4 hours, 24 minutes. So, I'll let him slide on that one, but... Now, um, if we're doing that, I have one to uh, put in. What? Right, so... It's from Super Eyepatch Wolf. Okay. It is about 30 minutes and 15 seconds. And it is the greatest video about wrestling I have ever watched on YouTube. Dude's voice is amazing. One second. And it is, um... Pro wrestling is stupid and beautiful and I love it from about four years ago and it's just is such an amazing watch it really delves into a beautiful beautiful stories about wrestling you guys just just when you get the chance just watch it I'll force William to watch it too but just watch it it's amazing uh, now the other video which I'm now blanking on for some reason. I remember the Hulk Hogan one, now I can't remember the other one. Uh, what was it? It was a good wrestling video. Let me look for my history again. That's a scarier place to be. But, uh... <sighs> another great one is, uh, about 24 minutes by Up To My Knees. Wrestling isn't wrestling. You guys honestly probably have seen your recommended, but it delves through the story of Triple H's career in a very interesting dynamic. It really gives you a human view into him. Because at the end of the day, all wrestlers, even Undertaker, are human. And they have human struggles and stories and how they live a life. It also goes into that with the other video I recommended. This is Williams' idea, and I'm doing better than him. Uh, okay, let me just... I don't know how far that's going to be. I watch a lot of YouTube. I'm sure you do. What's that supposed to mean, huh? Nothing. Nothing. You trying to say something, Billy? No, no. I'm trying to say anything. I think you're trying to say something, Billy. I don't think I'm trying to say anything. I don't believe that, Billy. I'm trying to say anything, William. Billy. Billy Butcher. Billy fucking Butcher. And probably this week I might watch... I mean, while I'm out of town, I might try to watch some uh, Lucha Underground. If, like, I can't sleep or something. Good idea. Good idea. Lucha Underground is good at putting people to sleep. What? Huh? What? Motherfucker? That was good. That was a good one. I didn't even notice that one. To be fair, I'm also busy, but yeah, that was a good one. Do you have anything else to recommend while you're thinking of that one? Uh, not really. I mean, I like the great one. He's pretty good. Oh, if we're talking about just channels, check out Pulse. He's very good. He actually runs... 
um, a promotion with his friends on his podcast. Uh, <coughs> the podcast is called Deadlock Pro, or Deadlock Pro, and the the uh, promotion itself is Deadlock Pro Wrestling. So yeah, check out both the podcast and the promotion. Oh, are you talking about Deadlock? Holy shit, I actually, uh, I, one of my tabs, the many tabs you criticized me for, is from their promotion, uh, cause I was, I was thinking about maybe reviewing some of their stuff. Oh, my brother's been trying to make me watch their stuff for months. If I could love Deadlock. We should probably do that eventually. Yeah, eventually. Yes, eventually. Oh, and, um, I am thinking about... Doing the CZW tournament at death now. Because there's a guy I know in it. Dude's a fucking piece of shit. I'm not going to say his name on here. So, yeah, we should watch it. You threatened my life. Okay. I think, well, wait, no. I might be near it or I'm not in the area at all. This is a total 50-50 shot. Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to look up wrestling and see what pops up. Okay. Uh, oh, now I remember. Gosh dang it. What is it? Uh, it's the AI video from, uh, uh oh, Cultaholic. Oh, come on! Wow. I remember that. Uh. Yeah. I, 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 I got distracted with the whole COVID thing, and plus I'm doing something else right now, so I was just like, my bad. Why are you doing other stuff at the same time of our podcast? Hey, it has something to do with my money. So fuck you. How dare you? How fucking dare you? It's the AI video from Cultaholic. Pretty much, Cultaholic used an AI to create a raw script, used AI to make images based off that raw script, and then used AI to create the voices for each person. And it is fucking hilarious. Right, Billy? You saw it. I have never heard of such disrespect. How fucking dare you? What did I do? You're doing our things at the same time of our podcast. Hey. It's 11 o'clock. When else am I going to fucking do it? That's a very fair point. Yeah. We do the podcast late, and because of that, and it's two fucking hours. I can do shit while talking about wrestling. That's I- a very fair point. And we do not mean it to be... This late, we... A lot of things went wrong this weekend. So, uh, um, we're going to try to be back on the saddle next next episode. Aren't we, William? Yes, we're try. We'll try. Yes. Hopefully we'll be back in person for the next one. Right? I don't fucking know. Uh, yeah, let's go with that. Sure. Yes. Now, before we leave, because we have five minutes, 
I just want to, I, my, not, now, wrestling isn't my only passion. I have many passions, actually. One of them, movies. There we go. So, I just want to give a quick couple facts about movies to close off this. One, the first ever kiss on film was between two women. Well, they have to do with wrestling. Not that one, no. Hey, shut up. No, hey, the second one does. Wait, are you telling me? Are you telling me the fact that two women kissing was the first ever kiss on film is not good enough for you, Billy? No, just, just, are you saying that you don't want two exactly, women kissing in front of you? Is that your problem? Does exactly fit this podcast? Is all I'm saying. Okay. Well, it leads to my second point. Second of all, The Wrestler by Darren Aronofsky is the second best wrestling film of all time. What is the first best wrestling film? We all know what the first is. I don't even have to state it. I feel like you need to state it. Billy, come on. I need to rumble? What? No. What? No. Okay, go ahead. Say it. Say it then. Say it. Nacho Libre! No. What? Huh? Huh? How dare you? Fuck you! Ready to Rumble was better. Uh, I'm sorry. Did you just say Nacho Libre is not the best wrestling movie of all time? Yes, that's exactly what I just said. What? What? What's your problem against Nacho Libre? I don't have a problem with that. I'm just saying it wasn't the best. I... Billy. It was an okay movie. Uh, okay? <laughs> Just okay? Yep. Billy, don't you know that movie planted the seeds for me to become a wrestling fan? <laughs> there were a lot of seeds, bud. Not really. Sure, my uncle was into it, and he had a lot of games. That planted a seed or two. But not okay. to Libre... Didn't just plant a seed. It put the fertilizer down. It had everything. Let me put to you this way, okay? If you did not have that fertilizer, if you did not have the seed, I'd still probably hate you. Fuck you. Nacho Libre is the best wrestling film. Fun fact: Whenever I I first met William, I did not like him. Yes, that's true. For the first like three hours, then I realized he's a wrestling fan. Well, no, I think that was the next day. Yeah, it was a Marvel fan at first. Well, I mean, I, I'm, I've met a lot of nerds. Well, yeah, it, so what happened was his pop socket had the Avenger symbol on it, and I was like, oh, you're a big Marvel fan, huh? And then we got talking about that. And then I noticed that his wallpaper was wrestling. And I was like, holy shit, virgin alert, we got something in common. And then, you know, I... There are fireworks behind us, a uh, red heart went over our heads. It was... Uh, and then that one song from, uh, Karate Kid starts playing. You're the best around? Yes. You're the best around. No, don't, don't start singing. It's gonna be even worse on Discord. Alright, if I'm correct, what? we got one minute. At you, Billy? We're done. We are, we are able to bullshit our whole way through. 
Alright, nice. Alright, so, uh, I'll be the one to make the exit speech. I think you've made enough speeches. Okay, go ahead, you do it then. Alright. Goodbye. Really? <laughs> go ahead, You. I know you like to do the speeches. Okay. Thank you guys very much for listening if you've made it this far. Thank you, Donnie. And, uh, we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Peace! Uh, the Gummer Central Podcast. I hate you. You should. <laughs>